Christian. We are the Bride Radio is the voice of the true Bride of Christ. the bride of Christ to stand up and take your place in the army in the kingdom we recognize our battle is not with flesh and blood but with the principalities and the powers of the air we are a ministry of prayer and we highlight what God is doing through other ministries and ministers across the globe we provide a platform for ministers and a place for the bride to come together and rally around each other, hold up each other's arms, and pray for one another. WATV Radio celebrates the various missions that God has called each one of us to in this army, so we desire to promote and enhance the bride as a whole. Go, bride! Our soon-coming king awaits. This is a WATB disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this show do not necessarily reflect the views of We Are the Bride Ministries, We Are the Bride Radio, or We Are the Bride Television. Thank you. Bride Time Live with your host tonight, Dr. June Knight. Well, hello, Bradley. Good evening, sir. Good evening. I am so honored to have you back on here today because last time uh, it was my fault. This time I asked you to come back on, but hey, we have a whole lot to talk about today. How yes, are you today, sir? I'm doing good. Just busy as a little bee trying to do what we can do in preservation for our country uh, and doing the great command. Uh, which is Luke 19.10 or Mark 16.15, the Great Commission. And uh, we are about there, uh, uh, about, around about, I should say, and doing what we're called to do in so many different ways. We're being spent. In other words, I'm pulling my hair out uh, from every direction in the process of doing it. But I believe we can do it, and that's the point. Well, what do you mean by pulling your hair out? What's going on? I'm born, I'm, I'm burning the candle on four ends and I've been doing this my whole life. So if I wasn't doing it, I'd be complaining that I wasn't doing it. So I'm happy to be spent, just gets caught up with you every once in a while, but I'm glad to be here with you today. I know it. And you know what, Bradley, uh, we're very honored to have you on here today. And we know that you recently got kicked off of YouTube. And do you mind talking to us in case they was not able to watch the last uh, broadcast and tell us what happened there? Yeah, well, basically what they did is seven years of my um, accumulated friends, subscriptions, videos, which were literally hundreds of educational videos that we, uh, we have processed, made, so on and so forth. In other words, we put a lot of time, money, blood, sweat, and tears into them. And uh, YouTube came about and they, they said that uh, basically you're not going to counter in any sense of the word our COVID narrative, um, which is a clear violation of the First Amendment of the Bill of Rights, clear violation. Right. And uh, what we're finding is they decided they wanted to come in and pull our page 
because it didn't go along with their narrative. If that doesn't that doesn't put a chill up your spine uh, to you and your listeners, nothing will. Right. I know, sir, because I received a strike as well. And they told me that I broke the narrative. You know, they said that uh, it was medical misinformation. And so I'm thinking, well, what about all the other things that happen out here where they uh, talk about it? You know, all these different horrible things. I mean, are the Christians the only one that you're censoring out here? That's that's exactly what they're doing. If you speak out against their COVID-19 narrative, which I, by the way, believe they've lost long ago, um, it's interesting to note that they'll pull you down. The, the question I'd ask is, where is it that the American people, uh, where have they been led and deceived by these big tech companies to believe that these big tech companies can go ahead and censor our First Amendment Bill of Rights? Right. Uh, they don't have the right to do the wrong thing. Liberty is the right to do it the uh, the law permits, and it was Charles D. Monesky that said that. And first and foremost, if you remember uh, what George Washington said as well, if the freedom of speech is taken away, then dumb and silent we may be led like the sheep to the slaughter. What we're finding, June, is that they are literally trying to Europeanize America. When you look at uh, big tech companies, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, I mean, just along with the mainstream media, right. they're trying to normalize a conversation in this country, uh, while they're subversive to American government, they want you to pick up on that and believe that that is a normal conversation, while they, in fact, attempt to uh, uh, wage war against those that are speaking biblically and constitutionally, which exposes them for who they are. They don't want to have none of that. So the bottom line is, is what we're going to be doing here is we're talking with attorneys right now. We're dealing with YouTube, but YouTube crossed the line. Facebook crossed the line a long time ago. Yeah, Twitter crossed yeah, the line a long time ago. And if you keep in mind, Section 230 was set up uh, by our said legislators, really what it is, it's a policy that undermines the U.S. Constitution. So they're usurping the U.S. Constitution through policy. Uh, but that 230 was set up to give them uh, the permission to go ahead and bar pornography. And it shows you how far they've taken it. I mean, if you go on Twitter, there's pornography like like mad that pours out of Twitter. Facebook yes. is good. YouTube is good. So they're countering the purpose uh, that they've been given 230. But if you look at 230 and you look at all these said grillings that are taking place by our said legislators that are grilling the big tech companies, you know, like yeah. Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Well, the fact of the matter is those people that are grilling big tech companies are the very legislators that in fact gave them uh, 230, which indemnifies themselves, or so they would have you believe, indemnifying themselves against we the people when they attack our free speech. So... Well, I would like your professional opinion about something because I know that you know a lot about the Constitution. Now, here is the question, sir. Are we a republic or are we a democracy? We're a constitutional republic. It clearly states that in Article 4, Section 4 of the U.S. Constitution. We are not a democracy. Well, have you heard all of the language that they are really flooding out there, including President Trump and the Democrats calling us a democracy. And the democracy has to do with the UN. It's a universalist code. 
That's right. Well, just keep in mind, if they had the people educated through public schools, we would all know the difference. But what we find is 86% of those that call themselves Christians, patriots, and or Christians, uh, Christians, patriots, and or conservatives, I'm sorry, are the ones that are responsible for sending their kids to be illegally indoctrinated by the federal government, which is a violation of the 10th Amendment of the Bill of Rights. But we are clearly a democracy. Say the Pledge of Allegiance. I say, you know, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the what? The republic for which it stands. So when you hear those guys talking about democracy in such a fashion, keep in mind that that's just a political language designed to make lies sound truthful. That's all. Wow. Well, when I first started hearing it, I looked it up. I'm like, what is democracy legally? And it says it is a universal way of looking things like the common good. It's yeah. where the popular opinion is the one that overrides. And that's, that's right. basically a globalist world that they're trying to push out here. And Fox News is one of the biggest pushers of it. Even in the election, they were pushing that. I was in uh, North Carolina, June, uh, only to reinforce your point. And I had the opportunity to speak to 77 professors. And I asked every single one of those 77 professors, what form of government have we been given? Are we a democracy, show of hands? Are we a constitutional republic? Every okay. single one of those professors said that we were a democracy. Therein lies the problem. If we don't even know the foundation of our I government, agree. yep, and then we understand why we're in trouble, I think it all makes sense. It was uh, Fisher Ames, the architect of the First Amendment, along with George Washington, that said, a democracy is a volcano which conceals the fiery materials of its own destruction. He said, these will produce an eruption and carry desolation in their way. If you go to James Madison, the fourth president of the United States of America, known as the father of our constitution, he said democracy is the most vile form of government. Why do they keep what? pushing democracy? Yes. Wow. He said what it comes to is they're conditioning, they're dumbing down the American people to accept change. Yes. If the people understood that we're ruled by law, Deuteronomy 25 verse one, we wouldn't be up for change. And the Bible clearly condemns those that are given to change. The Bible tells us we're supposed to go back to the old past, Jeremiah 6, 16, not to take on the new thing, which destroys. And in fact, that's what we're doing is the latter, not the former. Well, then you're also confirming what I've been saying when it comes to the elections, because the last election in 2016 with Hillary, she was telling everybody it was an unfair election. I lost. And she even complained for the next few years. OK, now we have President Trump, who has been pushing AI in his executive orders over the past few years, all of this new technology, all this new infrastructure, all this 5G. So mm -hmm. he is the one now complaining that these ballot box didn't have the right equipment and all this. It's like, you're the one, you've had four years. And you said from the beginning, you was gonna make sure everything was set so it would be right. And now you are the one destroying the country because you're telling everybody that the elections are rigged. He even said it, and I quoted it on my news program a minute ago. He called us a third world country, Bradley. Oh, oh well, there you have it. I, I think, you know, here it is. Well, the mask goes on the American people. The mask comes off the actors. 
on the world stage of deception. It's time for the people in this country to take back their government because every country deserves the government that it has. And if people are so sick and tired as they claim to be, then it's time for you to clean up your reflection and clean house. And the way to do that is Article 2, Section 4, by impeaching and in prosecuting Article 1, Section 3, Clause 7, those that are continuously assailing the American people. I, this is what I've said. I've said this long ago. Enough is enough. Don't complain about what you tolerate. The fact that the matter is on a positive note, we have an awesome opportunity to right the wrongs here, but 330 million people, what do they do? They sit around and they watch these actors in the circus of politics, both handpicked, both serving uh, special interest groups, destroy their country, and there's nobody that's responsible for what's going on in their government more than the American people. In fact, in the face of God, June, they're accomplices to the crimes of politicians if they tolerate them. Well, we received a notice from one of our FEMA informants and they said that in a couple of weeks, there is going to be militia coming to Washington, DC. That they are coming in droves. I think the, the message said 100,000. Mm -hmm. Like where they are going to put a stop to, you know, in other words, they're going to take their stand and say, you are usurping your authority here. So it's like, uh, you can, know. Can, I, can I add something to that, June? It's yes, important. Of course. If, if this is true, this is right. The militia are the American people. Read right, Article exactly. 8, Clause 15 and 16. Article 1, Section 8, Clause 15 and 16. It is for good government to call up the militia to repress and repeal invasion, to repress insurrection. And that is right because it's time for the American people to do for themselves what their said representatives have mm -hmm. failed to do time and time again. Well, the problem is, is you have all, they were smart the way they did it because they got the spiritual leaders in and they're the ones that control, not control, but, you know, influence millions of people. And they are right up in the agenda and telling everybody, now they're telling them, you know, take the vaccine and yeah. follow the government and, you know, all this other stuff. So it's like, they, they basically have the leaders in their back pockets, you know, type of deal. Yeah, well, we've seen that from the WHO. Uh, by the way, the, the head of the WHO, World Health Organization, we found out that he's a Lenin Marxist. Uh, he's been labeled as a part of a terrorist group. He's not a doctor, just like Bill Gates isn't a doctor. Right, Anthony he hasn't seen a patient in, in, what, 20 years now. Doctors are calling him out. But all the good doctors that are trying to tell the American people the truth concerning the vaccination and this perpetuated fraud concerning the virus, remember, those that are selling you the virus are the ones selling you the vaccination. Uh, it's interesting how they're being censored by big tech companies because they don't want the American people to know the fact of the matter. But I believe it's way beyond that now. I believe they've lost the narrative. And we can see that they've lost the narrative over in Europe, France, Germany, UK, Australia, Israel, because the people in those prospective countries right now, June, are standing up there, flooding the streets in the hundreds right. of thousands per country beginning to take on in recognizing their corruption is not 
uh, I'm sorry, those in government are not representing the people of those prospective companies or countries, but rather they are attacking the people. It's not a war against a virus. It's a war against people and their God-given rights, especially here in the United States of America. And people are beginning to figure this out. But without giving too much power over to the enemy, I believe that if you talk to the grassroots level of people, I don't believe people are drinking the Kool-Aid. I see more opposition than I see those that are willing to submit to what's taking place. Well, you would think so, sir, especially with uh, President Trump supporting the vaccine when he is supposed to be the one that is for the Christian agenda and the conservative agenda. Yeah. Well, they are the ones that do not want it. Yeah, and well... So I, I just did, and, and I've, I've done so much on this and this alone, just staying this one point. I just did an article this morning. Um, if you go to Patent US, cross-check everything I'm telling you. Okay. Patent US, Patent US 102025824B2. Okay. It's 102025824B2. Go ahead and Google it and see what pulls up. This is a brand new patent by none other than Mr. Depopulation himself, Bill Gates. This is who they're all working for, who by the way is not a doctor. He's not a said representative or elected representative in any right. country, but the new patent is called Luciferus Luciferian. So if you want me to go ahead and add to that, I can, but the fact of the matter is people I believe are wide awake in other countries and I believe America's beginning to a, a, a rise to the level of expectation in standing up against the tyranny that's taking place in this country. Because if we don't, uh, all could be lost, no question. Well, one thing is Dr. Fauci is really pushing that Christmas, he is wanting to do away with Christmas. I just received a news article that says, Dr. Fauci says, uh, this one thing could spread COVID more than anything yet. And guess what it is? The holiday season. Yeah. The Christmas. They just want to spread it. Go ahead. If you go, to Matthew, if you go to Matthew 10 33, I didn't mean to cut you off. It's all right. If you go to Matthew 10 33, you'll see brother will betray brother, so on and so forth. Their, their end aim is to get people to snitch on each other. Some of these mayors across the country, some of these governors have already blatantly said so. As a matter of fact, Eric Garcetti. Uh, this this criminal mayor of Los Angeles, um, you know, it's all about our safety and it's all for our good as he shuts off people's water and electricity illegally and unlawfully, say, at the courts in those states. Uh, but it's interesting how he's coming into play and saying, listen, we'll even pay you to snitch on your neighbors. So that's what is happening here. And if that doesn't, if, if that isn't more blatant as to what they're attempting right. to do here, nothing, not, I don't know how you help with people like that. Right. I really don't because there's so much truth countering what's going on out there concerning this narrative that if you want to just succumb to it, what you're doing is tells us in Amos 6.3 is you are drawing the seat of violence to your front door. And it's exactly where it's going to go if people don't wake up and put a stop to it. I want to say one thing in countering the point that you just made respectfully. Yeah. If, if everybody was for it, then why is gun sales and why are gun sales up 76%? <laughs> Just want to know. Good point. That's right. That's an excellent point. Uh, you do know that the UN is after our guns. Of course. Yeah. 
And, okay, and, and here's uh, another question. Okay. The, the New York, what is up with New York? Are they saying that New York is going to make the vaccine mandatory? <laughs> this is so, this is, I mean, you want to talk about a circus of politics. Hey, listen, yeah. if it's not, if it's not Mo, Larry, and Curly, I'm sorry, Bill Clinton, Barack Obama, and George Bush that are signing up to be the first uh, yeah. vaccination stooges, they're telling you this, that, and the other thing. I believe more than anything, to be quite honest with you, June, is they're just testing the people to see how far they can go with them. Remember what Edmund sure said. That, yeah. They'll always do whatever you let them get away with. And right. the only thing they're doing is what the people are letting them get away with. Do you remember, speaking of New York, I just did this on my show yesterday. Do you remember the Fox News contributor, Todd Starnes, who did a great job on this piece when he was hearing all of the hype concerning uh, that of how the virus was raging and the, the hospital beds were packed and the lines were filled? It was becoming a war zone is what he said. Do you yeah. remember Todd Starnes took his cameras there and there was not one person in line. There was not one person at that hospital. Jason Jones did it in Hawaii. Then it began to spread all over the country and people began to bring forth their videos from their perspective, cities, counties, states. And we started seeing this all across the country. Folks, it's not true. And let me ask you something. How many of you that are watching me believe the media? 94% of the American people don't believe the media. How many of you trust the government? They have a six, I'm sorry, a 10%, 11% approval rating. And then when you ask these people, if you believe the media and do you trust the government? They say emphatically, no, no way. Who told you about the virus? The same people that are robbing our coffers for right. these bills to continuously what rape us of our money to promulgate that which is untrue. How many times do we need to be lied to before we wake up and figure this out? Well, I, I agree, one hundred percent agree. Okay, now the president's latest action. He does an executive order this morning, yesterday. It's called Executive Order on Governance and Integration of Federal Mission Resilience. Now, what he's doing, Bradley, is it looks like he is overriding FEMA because he is saying he is putting together a committee of people that will examine who is loyal to the executive branch. So... This tells me he knows he's going to stay in there, or why would he set this up for Biden? And we talked about this prior. I believe yeah. that's exactly what they're doing. I believe the way that you assessed that June was exactly right. He's he's examining, he's testing the loyalty of his people. Yeah. There's there's no question about it. I, I totally believe everything you assessed. I, I believe you're right on. I really do. So I, I think that's exactly what we're being set up for right now. And I believe it could go either way, but I believe it's been a major distraction to kind of usher in the vaccinations as they continuously mm -hmm. keep people distracted, my opinion. Yeah, because Bradley, in this executive order, this is what my news broadcast, we went through the executive order. Okay, in the executive order, he is asking for them within 90 days to come back to him and let him know who is loyal to the administration. 
Yep. He wants to know. He wants a committee, and he wants to know all this. Okay, now, then we said, okay, what is going to happen within the next 90 days? The next 90 days is dark winter. Yeah, that's right. Uh, okay, so then he says in 120 days, he wants this new committee that he has, which has all the big dogs in it, the Department of Defense, FEMA, and everybody. He wants it fully put together within 120 days. What yep. do we know is going to happen in 120 days? Yep. The full rollout vaccine. The full all out, which could be mandatory by that point. The president says by April, we will have a vaccine for everyone. Well, if you think about it, and I'm just gathering this now, and I trust the Holy Ghost. I believe if you think about the way that they're, they're putting this together, it's interesting how people, if he comes back into office, how the American people are going to be so elated that yes. no matter what Donald Trump says, oh, yeah, now things are going to go back to normal. Yeah. I believe they're being driven. They're being corralled into accept the answers that they're creating for them to take as their options. I really do. And it's yeah, not the You know what's happening, Bradley, is in FEMA, the way the national security situation is right now, in a national emergency, FEMA takes over. Yep. The president is put underneath FEMA. But what he did in this document, it appears to me that he put himself back over FEMA and he wants all of them answering to him. And he wants to know in the case of an emergency, who is loyal to him? So that he, he wants to have a say so in the case of emergency, which also kind of gives you an eerie feeling of Something really big is coming. Something big is coming. Because, okay, look at Jared and Kut Jared Kushner and Ivanka. They just bought them like $30 million property in Miami on the most securest places. It's, in, it's on an island. Yeah. So they bought them a secure little, you know, haven. Well, uh, I, I trust that you believe, believe the word of God in that. There's nothing that's going to happen that's not first um, tolerated or or the Lord gave permission for it to take place. Yes, I do believe that. Okay. Yes. So in saying that, I I trust the Lord. I, you know what? If I'm the only guy standing on Mount Carmel all by myself, I feel more secure, just like Paul did when everybody forsook him. The Lord stood with him. I'm going to stick to the word. And the fact of the matter is, if these things transpire in such a fashion. I got to honestly say, if I'm on the Lord's side here, June, that nobody deserves it more than the American people do for continuously keeping their fingers over their eyeballs every step of the way concerning this administration. They deserve what they get. I would just propose one question to all of that you're saying uh, lawfully. Where is Donald Trump? Where is FEMA? Where are all these agencies deriving their constitutional delegated authority from we the people to go ahead and enact agencies and organizations outside of american government it's all unlawful it's all illegal really right. let's go for what they are they become agents of the state and now it's become treason against we the people article 3 section 3 so the american people have every right under heaven uh, to defend themselves against any further provocations by corruption in government that's that's how our forefathers taught us june i mean we're not well, supposed to come to this we're called to stand up against this. 
And that's exactly what the American people need to do. But for so long, they've been conditioned to just accept the scandals and the lies and the, the wars and all of this garbage. And they've been taught by the powers that are tolerated that, that there's absolutely nothing that they can do about it. Well, I'm here to tell you that there's everything in the world that we can do it, about it under God. And if we're unwilling to do that, then we get what we deserve. Well, not only is it uh, the case of this, but we also have Hollywood. Hollywood's interjections of dumbing us down, yep. and especially white people. Their, their attack against white people on the television shows, you know, to put them down and really go after the white supremacist and really go after Christianity and really push out there, you know, all these other things. So it's, it's a whole agenda. It's, a, it's like the spirit of Antichrist you know, to uh, downtrod the Christians to where they want to, what's that word that, apathy. Yeah. That's the word, apathy. And that's what happens when society feels like everything is so hopeless. They don't want to do anything. They feel like it's too far gone. I think in the, in the case of America, when we look as Christians to Christ crucified, when we look at what he did and what the father did through Jesus Christ and his sacrifice to redeem us back unto himself through the sacrifice of his only begotten son. There were, that's where uh, John three sixteen makes a century. If I take that to the natural and I think about the, the hundreds of thousands of men that fought, bled and died, giving us the freedoms that we have today through what their sacrifice Right, right. Go over and allow corruption to step upon and to desecrate the memories of those that fought, bled, and died to give us the freedoms that we have. Again, we deserve what we've got coming. But thank God there's people out of gratitude that are going to live for what they died for. And those that live for what they died for are the ones to stand up in the face of what we're seeing. What comes to my aid right now is Proverbs 28. Um, I believe it's verse 4, which says, those that forsake the law praise the wicked. And it's exactly what we see. But it says right on the other side of that, but such as keep the law, contend with them. And the bottom line is, is there's, I believe, in uh, regardless, again, if I'm the only one standing on that hill, that's okay. Um, if that's what the Lord permits. But the bottom line is, is I believe that we're going to get to the other side of this. I'm not going to give power to the enemy because when we look at, even if we look at statistically the numbers, less than 13 colonies, less than 3% of our population along with 56 signers, God established the country that we have now 244 years later. You can rest assured there was a whole lot of people around that very small population telling them it's the end times. We want to be raptured from responsibility. They were told that they could do nothing against the greatest military empire in the world, but they trusted God and they believed God. And because of it, we're here today. And I believe that the same thing will happen on the behest of his children. He said, tell the righteous it will be well with them. And again, I want to reiterate, like I said on the last show, June, I'm not here trying to save my life. No, no, no. Right, I just right. care about our kids getting through to the other side of this because for as much as people want to believe, the less than 300 people worldwide control the world. 
I'm here to stand up with my hand up in the air saying they are sadly mistaken. They are in control of nothing. God is control of, is in control of everything. So I want to side with the Lord and his word, regardless of what we see coming up in, in, in front of us. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sticking my head in the sand concerning no, what you I, I understand Bradley. And I know that you have a radio show in a few minutes, but I want to uh, remind everybody that in the, case of the elections right now with the president uh the reason that i gave you that assessment that i think it's all a farce is because biden what he's doing right now is so highly unusual and should not be happening because we still do not have a president-elect they there was the deadline of december the third for him to contest it okay so he contested then on December 14th, they're submitting it, the Electoral College. They're voting on this. See, they haven't even voted. They yeah. haven't even met. Yeah. The, the decision has not been made, people. Okay, then they're going to vote and send those off to the vice president. Yeah. They're sending them off to all these different places. We will not find out until January 6th who will be the legit next president. They could literally turn around and vote in President Trump. June, what you said earlier, again, this is just going through me right now. Who's going to contest Donald Trump if he gets back into office? Are the people that fought to get him back into office, are they going to be the ones that contest anything he does? Absolutely not. They'll be Never. the first ones to stand up and fight against anybody that does. And I believe that's their end aim here. The best way to control the opposition is to lead it ourselves. And I believe that their end aim is to get the results that you have talking about or you've talked about and highlighted. I believe you're right on with it. I really do. Wow. Well, I read a document from the president the other night that I cried so hard on Bradley because he is pushing the LGBT out there starting next year. It's going to be horrible. They're going to have all the rights. This came through the Secretary of State's office, and I read it to the bride. It, it's horrible what's about to hit this country, all from President Trump. Yep. And that, But if Biden was to get in, they would just blame him. All this happened while he was in office. But it was put in through this. I was saying that I still have another hour, June, um, to keep going. Okay. If you want to keep going, we can keep going. But okay. I, I just want to go back to something that you just said as well, June. I believe that what people are afraid that Joe Biden would do to them, uh, we, in fact, have proven the point over and over again Donald Trump has been doing. Uh, behind closed doors, but it, the fruit is not hard to find if you're willing to look for it. And again, right. what Jesus said in Matthew 7, 16, we're to judge men by their fruit, not by what they say. And all of his followers have literally taken him for face value. And the, what's sad about it is a, a good portion of them profess to be Christians. I know. Uh, the fact of the matter is they're not judging men the way that God has called them to judge, rather than just taking the tyrants for who they are concerning face value and what it is that they say. Right. So, well, well, Bradley, give us an update on what's happening in your ministry. Well, it's it's been a, a bizarre three months. Um, and when I'm saying that, uh, we're out there doing something in a, somewhere in some state uh, every single month. And it's just it's just kind of we're kind of in a different place right now in the sense of just the way people are kind of taking shots at the ministry. Me personally, from people I wouldn't expect, like Paul said of Demas, 
I expected this, but I didn't expect this from you. And, and again, it's, it's more coming from professed Christians that don't know the word that are doing the attacking. But again, no, there's nothing new under the sun. Because if you remember right, Jesus told us in Mark 8, 15, to beware of the leaving of the Pharisees, the religious hypocrites, and beware of the leaving of the Herodians, corruption in government. Because if you remember right, uh, when they were crucifying him, they were the ones that were crying out saying, crucify him, crucify him. We have no king but King Caesar. Well, we're seeing the same thing. Crucify him, crucify him, Bradley Dean. We have no king but King Donald Trump. Um, so Americans are really setting themselves up for their own fall. But like I said, I think what's happening is the goats are being separated from the sheep more and more. Amen. On a basis. And uh, what we're beginning to see on a clear uh, uh, plane in front of us as to who those are that are really born of the spirit and those that are not born of the spirit. As a matter of fact, to say that, uh, I just had Greg Locke on the radio with me last week. I thought Greg was a really cool guy but nobody's promoted Donald Trump more than him in the church. So what I did is I brought him up on the radio station, sonsoflibertyradio.com. And I said, what I want to do is I'm not going to put you in a corner and I'm not going to put, I gotcha uh, to my questions. I just want you to play along with me. I want you to be the voice of the American church. And he said, okay. So I asked him, is abortion scripturally wrong? Does scripture condemn abortion? He went on. He was right. I said, what about homosexuality? He said, yes, absolutely. I said, what about illegal immigration? He said, absolutely. I said, what about education in schools? He said, absolutely. That's the church's job. That's why we homeschool. I like Greg. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Then what I did is I came back after a hard break and I played some audio of Greg Locke talking about how he will not forsake Donald Trump. Well, the fact of the matter is Donald Trump forsook Greg Locke in the church a long time ago. Mm -hmm. And those are the responsible party that should knew that should have known better, Ezekiel 44, 23, and making distinct distinction between that which is holy and that which is defiled. And I just asked him the question again, I want you to play the spokesperson. Now, do you realize, and I'm putting this in a nutshell for you, yeah. do you realize that everything that scripture condemns, did you know that Donald Trump is actually advocating for? He's given over $100 million more than Barack Obama to Planned Parenthood, Washington Times back in June. Uh, he's uh, attempting to decriminalize homosexuality. You can go online. It's easy to find. As a matter of fact, he's appointing homosexuals to high positions in federal government. Uh, you might want to do a little homework on uh, the SS under Adolf Hitler, they were homosexuals, masculine and effeminate homosexuals. Um, and then what we do, uh, scripturally, I said, you said that, you know, we're to raise up our own children in the way, ways that they should go. Uh, Proverbs 22, verse 6. And he said, yep, absolutely. I said, did you know that Donald Trump, along with his secretary of education, Betsy DeVos, have given over the school curriculums to the United Nations? And then I went on and on. And Greg, Greg Locke said, what do I say to that? And then he started to backpedal a little bit in a way where it was really cool to see because he was taking it. He wasn't trying to justify what was going on. But I guarantee you this. Uh, Greg Locke is going to double check everything Donald Trump says from this point on. And when he goes and cross checks everything I shared with him, he's going to find that what Donald Trump has, in fact, been doing is contrary to what he's been saying. So I praise God for the opportunity in doing so. The week before that, I had Mario Murillo on the radio with me doing the same thing. 
But when it got to Donald Trump, we seen the teeth of Mario Murillo, who is trying to justify the unjustifiable. Then he begins to take shots. And here I am on national radio just chuckling because I knew when I got Mario Murillo to Donald Trump, he was going to come after me. And it's exactly what he did. So he showed the people for who he really was. Uh, he didn't care about what the word said. He cared about his opinion and justifying the unjustifiable. So that's a little bit of what we've been doing over here at the Sons of Liberty Radio.com. Well, I just want to tell you I'm very proud of you because it is grievous when you see guys like Gridlock and they're out there and they're saying, you know, we're against homosexuality and we're against, you know, we're against abortion and all this, but yet they support a candidate who mm -hmm. is for all that. Yep. You know, and what do you hear? Then what do you hear, Joe? Well, it's the lesser of two evils. Well. As Charles Spurgeon rightly said, of the lesser of two evils, choose neither. And you can line that up to 2 Chronicles 19 too. So common sense does come into play. And I did say this to him, Greg Locke, when he said that, you know, what were our other options? I, I said to him, I said, well, there was 1,162 that were, there was more that was added onto it during the end of the presidential debates. But I said there was 1,162 other presidential candidates that you were never told of. Doesn't that concern you? And he goes, whoa, that's a lot of different candidates. I said, exactly. It shows you how controlled the narrative is, isn't it? Because the only people that you heard about was Creepy Joe and Donald Trump. Right. In America, there's a lot more to choose. We need to get out of the establishment and think outside the box because until we do that, we're going to be caught up like the dog chasing his tail in their circular reasoning all by design. Well, did you happen to get into a conversation with him about the judgment of God because of all that? Oh, I didn't really get to that uh, with, with yeah. Greg Locke. It was just I knew what I had to say, and I wanted to be really clear and concise, and I didn't want to trap him in the corner. I was being as fair as I could. Mario yeah. Murillo, I did ask Mario Murillo, you know, I said, look, look what we have in the church in America today. I said, the greatest advocates to abortion, homosexuality, illegal immigration is the silent church. He didn't want to talk about that. Right. I told him all the way up until 1962, it was the law and the prophets that were preached every Sunday from the pulpits across America. He didn't want to talk about that. And I kept asking him the question, who's responsible for all the corruption that we see in the church and the corruption? Uh, in, in the government. He didn't want to talk about that. See, where it came to his own responsibility, he wanted to pass it off and say, well, we better get Donald Trump back in. And every point of reference that I made concerning facts, he didn't want to talk about it. And I started it out asking him the question, who's responsible for these anarchists up and coming, these protesters out on the street? He didn't right. want to talk about that. Luke 735. Well, listen, regardless if you want to talk about it or not, that is the generation that the professed church in America has raised up. And I said, what we see in America today is pulpits that have been feminized. I said, they've created a Jesus that looks just like them. And I said, it doesn't line up with the scriptural Jesus where they call him the line of the tribe of Judah, where he spoke boldly as one having authority and not as the scribes. He didn't want to talk about that. So wherever I brought it back to the word of God, it was interesting how Mario Murillo just kind of jumped away from the word that actually brought yeah, conviction yes, against him for his compromises. I have right. no respect for Mario Murillo whatsoever. We asked him to do a second show. 
He, he said, no, this is the reason I will not get on a second show with you, because we were just starting to let the rubber meet the road concerning the fruit of this administration. And he said, for the life of me, I don't understand you people. He said, you know, you talk about the forefathers and all this. He goes, what, what was their answer to us uh, uh, in the war of independence? I, I said, well, the French were. He goes, that's right, the French, that's right, the French. He said, what do you think Donald Trump is? I said, you gotta be kidding me. You cannot make up the mindset of some of these individuals that call themselves men of God because they are in fact responsible for exactly where we're at in this country. And the church in this country better stand up and take responsibility so we can kick back against what's impossible right now. And that is the history of the church. This is a prime opportunity to prove the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It truly is. I, I agree, brother, 100%. And I tell you what, uh, do you believe that we're headed into a dark winter? I, I you know, they're forecasting. They're, they're telling us what they're going to do. Wasn't it uh, Roosevelt that it, Roosevelt said back in the 30s? By the way, Roosevelt also said presidents are selected, not elected. OK, but right. to go to the next point, he also said there's nothing that happens in politics that's not first planned. Well, we already know that the narrative concerning COVID is false. We know it is. The, the recovery rate is 97 to 99.2 percent. Um, and yet they're sensationalizing and blowing this virus up. Matter of fact, I just seen in the papers the other day, the virus is raging and it's like, you know what, they're just driving people to with the use of fear yeah. as they corral them to the answer that they want to bring about. And what is it? The likes right. of Bill Gates and oh, the list goes on. But I think it's just absolutely ridiculous that we are in the position that we're in today. But we put ourselves there and to think otherwise, we're deceiving ourselves even further. I agree. But going back to New York, you know, about them wanting to make it uh, mandatory. Yeah. The thing is, is they're the ones that told President Trump, supposedly, that they do not want his vaccine, huh. which I thought that was highly suspicious anyways, because they're using New York as an example, yeah. you know, of a, you know, a big city disaster, the same as they are in California. So you're going to tell me you've been all up in this agenda. And then when the vaccine comes out, you're not going to do it. Yeah. That, that makes no sense. And then you turn around and say y'all are going to make it mandatory, or I heard that anyways. I haven't seen for sure. What do you have know? You heard the Hegelian dialectic? Yes. Where they push it two, three, four steps forward, then they back up one step, but they still got their foot in the door. Again, yeah. I, I believe the people are just being tested to see what they'll tolerate. I, I want to interject. Oh, okay. I want to interject into this conversation, June, that California state court, the federal Supreme Court now, Michigan Supreme Court two times, uh, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, these federal judges and state Supreme Court judges have uh, stuck their heads out for the American people in educating them by telling them that what these governors and what these mayors are doing is in fact unconstitutional. So let me say it this way. Wow. I don't care what the state of New York is saying. I don't care what our governor is saying in our state. Why? Because he's doing it in an unlawful fashion, which by the way, makes him criminal. 
We have Senator Scott Jensen online with us. He'll be with me on Thursday again. He's a doctor and he's a senator. He had brought up on national radio that he has no idea where our governor in the state of Minnesota is deriving his authority to implement that which is unconstitutional. That should tell you that he's not working for the people, but again, working right. for the interest groups. And that's a green light for the American people to take their government back right then and there. And if the American people don't want to do that, well, then guess what? Those that you think are doing a better job are not the people that you want doing that job. And they're the ones that are attacking our God-given rights. Well, I looked it up about New York. What happened is, is the state bar passed a mandatory COVID-19 vaccine recommendation. But so but you haven't been approved yet. They're just talking about how, it. How are, how, where in the Constitution? I got it right here. I got all my documents, the Bill of Rights, the Declaration of Independence. Furthermore, I have it here and I have it here. Yeah. Where are they deriving their rights from? I want to tell you where they're deriving their rights from, Americans, from the ignorance of the people that don't know any different. Because the Constitution does not give them authority in any sense of the word to come in and say, you know what? We're going to vaccinate you. We know what's best for you. Keep in mind, and we talked about this last time, June, these are the people that have sanctioned the murder of the innocent in the womb. These are That's the ones true. that have said it that used uh, uh, German vernacular under the Third Reich by saying Planned Parenthood's remaining open are essential. These are the same people that are uh, releasing felons and criminals from prisons saying that, listen, you guys need to get out of jail because if not, you're being quarantined and you might just get COVID-19. Well, at the right. same time, simultaneously, they're attacking churches that are gathering to worship God. Listen to what Thomas Jefferson yes. said. This is what the third president of the United States said. Was the government to prescribe to us our medicine and diet, our bodies would be in such keeping as our souls are now. They do not have the authority to implement that which is unconstitutional. They are merely acting arbitrarily. And again, they're acting according to the ignorance of the people that actually believe that they have the authority to do the things that they're doing. They do not have the lawful authority to do it. Yeah, but what can the American do about it? That's what they're thinking. You have 330 million people talking about corruption in their prospective states. I, I would say that there's a lot that the American people could do about it. I, again, reiterate the point. I believe the American people just don't want to do anything about it. I, I mean, just think about that. Thomas Paine. Uh, one of our founding forefathers said, if trouble comes, let it come in my time. The new up and coming generation is saying now, you know what? There's nothing I can do about it to H with those kids. I'm out of here. Only to hasten to the judgment seat of God to answer for what they left off. I want you to think about that. They yeah. want to get out of here to face their judge because of what they left off. Instead of taking responsibility, turning around and fighting for the posterity the way that our forefathers did, June, the new generation says, nope, let them raise themselves. I had a hard time, too. I guarantee you, you do not have a hard time the way that these young people today are having a hard time. But I believe, like in the book of Deuteronomy, when Moses uh, was told by the Lord, tell that older generation that refused to obey me. Tell them to go around the mountain again, but tell that generation that had no knowledge between good and evil, 
Tell them I'm going to bring them in. Tell them I'm going to bring them through. And rightly so. Uh, rightly so. so again, I, I side on the, uh, the, the word of God once again because I am so tired of the excuses of the older generation right. blowing up the works of the enemy in the face of a just and a holy God who said that his feet, the, the, the world is what? It's his footstool. His throne is in heaven. I mean, he's the governor of all nations. The government's upon his back. And we want to take away his power and authority by giving uh, uh, our voice over to the works of the enemy who's been defeated for 2,000 years? This yeah. is this is insanity. It really is. Oh, I understand. <laughs> I understand, Bradley. Hey, tell them how they can find out more about you and watch your shows. Sons of Liberty Radio.com shows you the fruit in our basket, what we've done, what we're doing. You can take it from other people. We're not blowing our own horn. We're not that foolish. That's Sons of Liberty Radio.com. If you want to go over to Sons of Liberty Media.com, we have uh, contributors from all over the country, constitutional attorneys, preachers that are in the culture war, fighting the good fight of faith, 1 Timothy 6 12. And uh, you can check out Sons of Liberty. You can also watch me on. Uh, our platform on Sons of Liberty, which is on the right side of the page, uh, every well, six days a week. And you can also listen to us, well, 24-7, seven days a week on Genesis Communication Network. So, uh, again, those are the places that you can find us on a 24-7 basis, Sons of Liberty Radio, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Wow, that's a lot, Bradley. <laughs> listen, I just want to pray for you, if you don't mind, for a minute. Sure. I just want to praise God for all that he's doing in your life, Brad. Let's all pray, Brad. Lord, we thank you for everything that you're doing in Bradley's life right now, Lord. And we pray strength in his body. Lord, with all of the weight of everything, we pray you strengthen him, Lord. We speak encouragement into his spirit, Lord. Send him help, Lord, people that will help him in the battle to hold up his arms in the middle of this battle, Lord. We pray, God, that you help him with technology and all the things he needs in that area, Lord. And, Lord, I pray for all of us that are truthers, Lord, people that speak truth, that you give us a platform where we will be able to continue until you call us all home uh, to where we will have no fear of this, uh, with this. So, Lord, we thank you and give you praise for Bradley and all you're doing in his ministry, Lord. Bless him in every way. In Jesus' name, amen. All Amen. right, Bradley, you have a blessed day, sir. Yes. Can I, I just wanted to say one more thing to you yeah. uh, about the last show when I was with you. Someone yeah. was looking, look at all those messianic hand signs that he's making. <laughs> I couldn't even believe it. But there are people out there that are that biblically illiterate. Listen, I am a doer of the word, not a hearer, only deceiving myself. So if I'm moving all the time, Listen, when I get off this radio program, I go right next to my, uh, right over to my next one, and I am constantly doing something. So my, my kids tell me all the time, Dad, you're constantly moving. It's like, I know I'm constantly moving, but rest assured, I'm not giving, I'm not flashing messianic hand signs, just for the record. Oh, well, I'm <laughs> sorry about that, Brad. Oh, don't be sorry. I just wanted to tell you how foolish some people can be. But that's just not I know. I, I get stuff all the time. I had somebody tell me how big my forehead was. I was like, people are dying out here and you're worried about all this. 
Yep, straining that. I feel about it. Yep, amen. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate it. We'll talk soon. All right. Bye-bye. Author and White House correspondent Dr. June Knight has published 10 books. As she traveled the country in obedience to God-serving ministries, her books are about the Bride of Christ, preparing the church for the end of days, persecution, purity, and spiritual warfare. She even wrote a book revealing the pain and struggles of her own life called Testimony of a Broken Bride Jesus is the True Husband. Her books hope to help families make right decisions in the coming days about the mark of the beast and to choose Jesus over the beast system. Dr. June released four books this year about current day situations such as judgment, technology, tribulation days and more. These four books released in April of 2020 after she left the White House and exposes what she knows about President Trump and the Antichrist agenda. These books reveal apostasy plus idolatry equals judgment and it's for the harvest. Dr. June reveals the great divide in the church in this hour due to the great deception. She explains what is the ecumenical movement, new apostolic reformation, and false religions, exposes the one world religion agenda, Dr. June exposes the new world order and satanic agenda, this book exposes the lie of the new apostolic reformation evangelicals who have surrounded the president and is partnering with the beast system. This book chronicles 40 days of repentance and casting down 40 idols in our nation and church. This book reveals the biblical pattern of judgment and the current judgment. What is the pattern of God's judgment? Why does he judge? What is my role in this? This book discusses now that we know apostasy plus idolatry equals judgment where do we go from here? How do we prepare? What do we look for? What about technology? The human implantation chip, etc. So purchase the American pot books today before they shut them down. Be alert. Be informed. Be equipped for the war ahead. Or go to www.gotreehouse.org and purchase all 10 of Dr. June's books today on sale. If you are interested in writing a book please go to treehousepublishers.com. Thank you.